Welcome to the World War America podcast. This is Anderson Thomas, post-election show. Let's go. The system is broken. I stayed off the air all this time, this entire time, because I already knew pretty much what would happen. When you follow the money all the time, when you follow it all the time, you begin to see patterns, especially uh, when it comes to a party in trouble, right? There's certain spending patterns that you'll that you'll recognize, and anytime a party's in trouble, uh, anytime you see the spending patterns follow that a track of a party in trouble, that's when you know they're not going to have a very good election, and so pretty much knew the writing was on the wall uh, what was going to happen this election and so this is a post-election recap okay and it's a post-election recap because now that everybody knows what happened I want to give my insights and my opinion and I'll start here the system is broken and when I say the system is broken I'm not talking about just the Republican Party I'm talking about the entire system. Why? We are a two-party system in this country, okay? We thrive on competition. That's what we do. So what happens when you're in a two-party system, when competition is at the heart of everything that's being done? Legislation is met with so much competition. Everything, competition, competition, that's how we perfect our craft in our society, okay, it's through competition. But what happens when the political system is designed for two parties to compete and one party just implodes? You have an entire system broken at that point. So, when you have an entire system that's broken, you run into situations where special interests can run amok, where a single billionaire can swoop in and take over a major platform and turn it inside out and, and, and basically destroy it and get away with it. <laughs> All kinds of things can happen when, the, when a political system is broken. And so Democrats shouldn't be in a position now where they're happy because this isn't something good for anyone. We all need to have two strong political parties, and right now we don't. And that weakens everyone. It weakens everyone. One of the things that I did do, and I want to make it clear, I don't ever want to get into a political food fight uh, with what I'm doing. I like to stay out of politics because, as many are coming to learn, politics is, is look, it's it's a good place to iron out differences between people, okay? It's great, Um, if that's your objective. It's not a good place if your objective is to want to uh, make the system itself better, right? If you care about making sure our government is running more efficiently, politics isn't the place to be, right? And that's what I care about, and that's what the podcast is about. 
And so I never get involved in politics because of that. I did, however, before I jumped off <laughs> for the political, for the election season here, I did wade into the Raphael, the Senator Warnock, Herschel Walker race. And I waded into it, not because of politics, because I wanted to make a political statement or anything like that, no. I waded into it because there were people on the ground that I knew, good reporters, who were telling me about the situation there. And what I heard was disturbing. And so I had to, I had to touch it. <laughs> And so that brings us to today, where that's the one race that's still up because of a runoff, which was predicted. I guess most people knew it, but, you know, on the podcast, Alana Goodman, uh, when I interviewed her and the work she was doing, uh, predicted it. Well, I can say this. Um, When I did the podcast before the election, my partner, she heard it. She listened to it. And she was very disappointed, (laughs) very. Um, She was disappointed because Senator Warnock is a good man, right? And it hurt her as a black woman to see me, a black man, attacking a good black man. Because that's what has happened with politics, right? Everything now is an attack. You can't just ask an elected official, hey, you know, why did you do this? Or, hey, could you adjust that? No, if you question or if you bring up anything that maybe you think isn't right, it's an attack. So I basically attacked Senator Warnock with my podcast. And my partner, she cried. Um, And I understand why. Because... It hurts to see, look, I've been hurt so many times. We all have been, no matter what your race is, but I'm just telling you, it's really hard. As a black man, it's really hard, okay, taking attacks from every direction, man. It's it's nonstop, okay? So it's really tough when I raise some issues with a man like Senator Warnock, who's a good man. Um, it hurts, right? But there's a reason why I, I jumped into it, and it's not because of the politics, and it's not because of what Senator Warnock said about it, right? Senator Warnock has said that the attention brought to his campaign by people like myself are is coming from principalities and powers, basically the devil, Satan, okay? Mm-hmm is what he said (laughs) and he's wrong because I'll I'll lay out right now where it's coming from at least from me and I you can listen to the podcast listen to the interview I had with Alana Goodman okay listen to it it's right there for anyone to hear it's not this isn't about politics what it's about is is this I worked on it because I was homeless once I lived under the thumb of slumlords when I wasn't homeless. I literally slept slept in a tent as a child for a long period of time, for nearly a year. Okay, so I, I know. And and what why am I saying this? Because if you listen back on to the podcast, 
this issue is, the issue I jumped into is the issue where Senator Warnock's church owns a building with homeless people that they, that they house homeless people in, where the government has funded it. And these people have come under tactics, pressure tactics, by a commercial entity that his church has hired to maintain the property, where they're basically being terrorized, according to the reporting I saw, according to the people I spoke to who I trust. I trust these reporters. I know they do good work. Okay, so here we are, Senator Warnock's church is essentially, has hired a company that's essentially terrorizing these people who are, who are in the church's care. This is, this is an issue to me. It has nothing to do with politics. And this isn't about principalities and powers. See, I slept in a tent when I was a child. So I know what it feels like to be homeless, to be in a position where you never know when you're going to have to pack all of your stuff in black garbage bags. Okay, it's embarrassing. Just imagine, some people can't imagine this, but just imagine at any moment you could come home from school and there's a bunch of black garbage bags and you need to hurry up and get all your stuff in it before the police come to remove it and throw it all in the front yard where it can happen at any time. You never know which new scary place you're going to you're going to be sleeping in next. Are there going to be rats or roaches, scorpions? I remember sleeping with hundreds of roaches flying around rooms at night overhead. I was in Miami. There was no air conditioning. It's the middle of the summer hot and I was under blankets every night because the roaches were out flying around so yeah when I heard this story I had to cover it it hit close to home and it still does it makes me mad and I'm not mad at Senator Warnock I'm bringing attention to a situation I wish someone had brought attention to when I was sleeping in a tent I hope the good senator hears this podcast and realizes even he can be corrected by little people like me. Okay? This isn't about politics. It's not about politics. And it's not principalities and powers. Okay? Where black people are sniping at each other. It's not that, man. It's not that. Period. End of story. So the system's broken, all right? We have this two-party system. This election just showed that one of the parties has totally collapsed. We're in a situation where Democrats are super happy, okay? There's nothing to be happy about. Like I said before, America thrives on competition. So broken system isn't good for anybody. Like I said, a billionaire or special interest can step in and take advantage of a situation. And there's a situation right now that I hope isn't the case, but it looks like right now we can see because of a lack of leadership in the Republican Party, a special interest is jumping in and, you know, taking over the House of Representatives, basically. 
And this is a situation with Hunter Biden, okay, in this investigation the House of Representatives is going to do, which is fine. I'm into Hunter Biden getting investigated. I, I lay down right now, sitting right now. A, a, I, put, I wrote a complaint with the Small Business Administration, Inspector General, and Hunter Biden, okay? And I also put in a request with the Treasury Department uh, for a Hunter Biden rule for politicians and their family members to be more scrutinized when they get into the high art business dealings where there's these off-the-book uh, uh, transactions occurring, okay? So I'm all into investigating Hunter Biden. But this thing that's coming up here, it's like being pushed out of these people in, in Kentucky. And I have nothing against Kentucky, but it looks like there's a special interest in Kentucky that has decided that the House of Representatives is going to be used to leverage their tiff that they're having, that, this, that they've been having for a long time with our government. You know, so I'm not opposed to Hunter Biden being investigated. What I'm opposed to is a billionaire having too much influence over a broken party, basically taking advantage of a lack of leadership. Leadership that wouldn't allow something so obvious and brazen to occur. I do what I do because I believe corruption is the root of most dissatisfaction in society around the planet. Everyone hates it. And I feel like I should do something about it instead of just complain. You know, but it's impossible to end corruption. Corruption will always be there. But what you don't want is corruption that debases faith in the political system and overall society people are living in. Low-level corruption does this. Brazen, unfettered corruption, when a billionaire moves in such an open way against a family member of the opposing political party, you know, when that happens, leaders need to step up and say no, that it hurts more than it helps. This isn't the way the system works, where one billionaire gets to wield the entire House of Representatives because the party in control is broken after a really bad election season. It's not right. And I'm not defending Hunter Biden. Like I said, I have a complaint sitting right now with the Small Business Administration's Inspector General, okay? But it's not right for one person to wield so much power. That's all I'm saying. Now, here's the other good news. Now that the elections are over and we know what's going on, we're back to the secret Chinese police stations. <laughs> the head of the FBI just came out and said that they're very concerned. If you look at the news that's been breaking about it, um, it's all over the planet. Uh, Trudeau had a tiff with, G, with Chairman Xi uh, recently because of it. Uh, <laughs> it's everywhere, and it is an issue. It's a huge issue, okay, because it's basically invading other people's sovereignty in their countries. It's not right. That broke here. We broke that. <laughs> we don't get credit for it because, of course, the, uh, the group out in Spain is who put the report together, 
but I was the one who, who found the first one here in, in America, and that's a big deal. Okay, that's what I believe changed. Part of the reason why it changed the perspective on this, and I'm glad that our FBI has been on this the entire time. There's so many indictments out there. This is we're getting back into this when, when in the in the episodes coming up. But this is this is just great that we're focused on it. We're taking care of it. Uh, good news. Good news. Uh, so yeah, that's where we're where we are now. That's where we're going forward. Uh, with the podcast, no no politics here, no politics. And it's not because we're better than everybody else or anything like that. It's just that I don't specialize in that. I don't really know much about you know uh, arguing, political maneuvering, and stuff like that. But I do know how the system should work, right? And that's where I sort of craft you know, do my craft is where the system is working and how it functions. And I'm telling you now, the system's broken. The political system's broken. And this is bad news for everybody. We should be paying attention to that. With that said, please share this, uh, share the podcast. Please like it, subscribe to it. Coming back every day with new stuff. Really glad to be back on. Sorry I was away, but I had to make a statement. I had to show that I truly don't care about politics. I had to make that statement. I had to put it down. You know, I I could have come on through all of this and jumped in and said this or that. Or, nope, <laughs> I totally stayed away. And I was able to do it because I knew I knew what was going to happen, pretty much. And I'm doing this podcast so I can help. You know. Are all of us, all the listeners be in the same position. So you're not under the stress and strain that the media puts you under, that society puts you under for these elections, that you're more in a, in a condition of, of control, in a situation of control where you can see clearly what's going to happen, what is happening, and you can see where you can make a difference, a real difference in the, on the things that you care about. And that's what's important. So please share, subscribe, like. Once again, World War America podcast. Love you guys. Talk to you again soon. Take care.